0: Oh Nova. Thank you everybody.
1: Coldplays Chris Martin joins Fitzy and
0: Whipper. It was yellow. Oh the prolific Chris Martin. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, thank you, Fitzy. How are you doing? I, I'm really good, buddy. I'm really, really good. Um, the the word prolific, is that a gift or, or is that a curse sometimes? Where it's hard to switch off, Chris?
1: Uh, that's so weird that you're asking me that today. <laughs> a, a very strange. This Morning, I was like, I wonder what would happen if this switched off, and I, and I and I think I would be devastated. So it's good. I'm I'm grateful.
0: Can you switch off though, Chris? Can you go sit on a beach somewhere and not think about music for a week or two with the family? Can you do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not think about the Ashes result for a week as well, Chris, or is that hard to get out of your mind as well?
1: Listen, man, my, my opinion on all sport is that you need the losers as much as you need the winners, so everyone is important.
0: <laughs> um, we are so excited to hear new music from you, mate. It's, um, I mean, Orphans is just brilliant. We We love it. It's another you know, gigantic sing-along chorus. I've seen you perform it live on Saturday Night Live already. Does Will behind oh, no. Will behind the drums, I mean, it's a very high chorus once again, and you can get your voice up there. Does he groan every time you bring in a big chorus that he has to sing during a live show?
1: Will sometimes groans, but never about that. It's funny. <laughs> I, I always think he will, but he, I think, ever since I first met Will, I thought he was a, a brilliant singer. And, and I'm always encouraging him to sing more and Mm. I think he's most comfortable when he's doing harmony or like reinforcing and so on a song like that, that's what he's doing and so I think he's happy, you'd have to ask him but he's never moaned about that.
0: Mm. A Head Full of Dreams, is is, it's an amazing documentary mate, congratulations and I, I know it was hard for you because you are a band and you've always said this, that you're always looking to the future and you're not looking back on the past too much but I just want to thank you for sharing all that stuff. It's it's amazing. And Matt Whitecross, who directed it, it's unbelievable that you've had someone there for 20 years filming you ever since you were young and started the band. Um, but he said it was, it was a bit difficult to get over the line at first with all that old stuff. Uh, well, the,
1: the truth is, 50, after the last tour, I just I felt really calm about everything. Mm. And Phil, who's our fifth member, Yep. And our created. you know, we've, we, we've been best friends since we were 13. He said, hey, let's make a documentary now. And I said, okay, as long as I don't have to see anything. <laughs> and he said, okay, so I haven't seen it. It's the real truth. I think if I did see it, I would probably not be comfortable appearing anywhere for about 50 years, so I just haven't watched it.
0: Dude, you're fine. I mean, I was skinny as well when we were young. You know, we looked a bit gawky, but that, yeah. that's, I mean, that's why it's so good to see <laughs> you from scratch. Uh, 2001, when you played here at the Enmore Theatre and also at the Horton Pavilion, and I was lucky enough to go backstage with you, you were playing some Johnny Cash songs to me. And, and it's, it's still vivid in my mind. You asked me about the swans and what's the song that you guys play. Then you went out in the Horden Pavilion and you played, you played the song. Christy, can you remember playing the cheer cheer, the red and the white song? No.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm just, you, I'm just being honest. I'm a, I'm, I'm terrible at like that. I'll, I'll learn a song. And then immediately the next day, forget it, I guess, because we're on to the next. Exactly. It's, I think it's that part of me that's like a circus performer, and when I'm in a place, I really, really care about that more than anything. <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm in the next place, same thing.
0: Yeah, push to the side. So
1: it's, a, it's both a blessing and a curse, but I'll relearn it if you want me, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, definitely meant it at the time.
0: <laughs> well, I see it's not in uh, Everyday Life. It's not in the double album. And you've got so many songs in there. It's Bands talk about double albums, Chris, and, and you know, you, you come up with so many songs that you have to narrow down, you have to get a shortlist and put into an album. Was this just a moment where you thought, nah, well, this is our turn for a double album and we're going to bring out all of them?
1: Well, I'll tell you what really happened. So, yeah. a lot... First of all, it's a double album, but it's shorter than a few of our single albums yeah. in terms of time, and that's because there's a bunch of very little songs on it, and that one is a voice member. You know, it's a real um, mishmash of recordings and styles and everything, yeah. and uh, a few months ago, we were in France, we were in Paris recording, and Guy, our bass player, said, hey, can you just can we just listen through to all the songs that you think are contenders, hmm. can you put them in some kind of order and we'll listen through to them tomorrow? Yep. All together. And we did, and at the end of it, he said, yeah, that'll, that'll do. I was like, what? What do you mean that'll do? He said, yeah, we should just put that out. Wow. And this is... this I just did not expect him to say that. And so uh, that's how it happened.
0: Nova. Coldplay's Chris Martin. Thank you, everybody. Joins Fitzy and Whipper. I still, I love how you still, and this is, you see this in the documentary as well, is that how mu- how close you boys still are. And I mean, you write a majority of the songs, Chris, but how much to, to get, you know, recognition from the other members in the band when you write a good song and how much it means to you and how much it, you know, to listen to them as well. Is, is that, did, that, that took a few years to learn that, didn't it, Chris? Because I mean, it is hard to, to get, Criticism sometimes when someone doesn't think a song is is that good. Did that take a while to learn how to do that?
1: Yeah, and it still takes a while, and it still takes an effort. But overriding everything uh, is, the, I just know that we need each other, and yep. I know that a song isn't finished until everyone has either written on top of it or decided not to. So, it's, I, I think unless you're unless you're in a sports team or something like that, mm-hmm. it's hard to understand. But it's just a geodesic dome, a structure where every every piece is keeping every other piece up, and that's how we work. We work like a like that. Yeah. Even if it seems like one person does more of this, one person does more of that, it just that's just our chemistry, and it's the only thing that we have that's
0: unique. Well, it's it's brilliant for you guys to be together for so long and for it to work like that. It is. It's a successful sporting team. Um, one man as well that you're pretty close with who's had a pretty good career himself is Elton John. Rocketman came out this year. I mean, you didn't watch your own documentary, but did you watch the movie, Chris?
1: Yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
0: I loved it. Okay, so you've only just approved a documentary for yourself but if they did do a a Coldplay movie, I mean, have you thought about who would play Chris Martin? This is a big one. I
1: think probably Elton (laughs) John. Because he could add a bit more (laughs) <laughs> Everything about me that would be in a good bar pick, I've never told anybody. Well, so. that's
0: that's right. Well, Matt Matt Whitecross, who did your documentary, also did Oasis Supersonic. Did you watch the Oasis documentary?
1: Yeah, yeah I love that.
0: It was a little bit different to the Coldplay one, though, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, but it, yeah, it, very much so. <laughs> but some some bands are supposed to get better over time and mm. sort of gently burn, and mm. then other bands just explode like a firework. You know, like Nirvana or Oasis. And, you know, that film captured that firework of Oasis so perfectly. Because for those few years, they would... I remember thinking, like, this is untouchably brilliant, what's happening to this band. Yes. And maybe that can't last. And maybe a band like us or a band like U2 or something, it's a different kind of journey. So... I love that film.
0: In answer to your question? I've watched it about eight times. It is so amazing. And it's like, like you said, for a band to blow up like that, I mean, everyone's talking about a reunion with them as well. And I know you can't talk about this too much, but Glastonbury's coming up with its 50th anniversary as well. And a lot of people are saying we're hoping that Coldplay are going to be there. But can I ask you, Chris, I mean, for something like Glastonbury 50 years, I mean, who, what would, be, who would you like to see play a gig like that? Well, first of all, playing at Glastonbury 50 oh. although I'll probably be there because I love going yeah you love That's enjoying like our home from home yes
1: but we won't be playing um and uh uh who I, I don't know I think the great thing about Glastonbury is it's always a bit unpredictable or it has become more unpredictable who's gonna headline and that is a great thing
0: the the, the albums out usually when you bring out an album you do you know you tour for a few years are we chance of seeing you back in Australia buddy
1: no, we're not going to tour this record. We're going to do a, a few broadcasts, one on YouTube on the 22nd of November from Jordan in the Middle East. Yes. Then we're, we, we've got a few other things. We're not going to really play very many things, but we, we will tour in the future if by the grace of God, And but that won't be for a little while.
0: Okay, so you're not going to be touring this one. You, you'll you still be riding, Chris, or are you going to have a rest?
1: Um, I'll, I'll I'll rest when I'm 90
0: Yeah, <laughs> when you're 90 and then Elton yeah. Elton can play you when you're 90 years of age he may not be with us though that's the thing Time, time you never know with him exactly right mate we absolutely adore you here in Australia um, loving orphans at the moment we're playing it so much on the station and, and can't wait for everyday life to come to come out we know how busy you are buddy so I appreciate your time thank you very much
1: thank you to you, and I want to say thank you to all of your listeners that have been very kind to us. All right, Thanks, man. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you all. I love us. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.